everybody. Good morning to you and yours. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Tuesday, the 11th day of May, 2021. My name is Nick. And there's Big J right over there. Yeah, man. Here I am. Getting ready to do things on a Tuesday like streaming dumbass. That is going to happen before we hit 7 o'clock. We also have a chance for you to qualify for the Aftershock Music Festival that's coming up in October. We're going to do that around 7.30 or so. Then we're going to get you qualified, hopefully, for the Big Backyard Box at around 9.15 with what's in the box as well. What's in the box? You have a chance to win some stuff and get qualified for some stuff on this particular show and play along with Big J and maybe watch a movie tonight. That will be nice. Yeah. And all sorts of other fun and excitement, at least on the agenda for a Tuesday, unless you have anything to add to the ledger, Big J. Oh, boy. Uh, no, I, I don't think so. I think we're good. All right. It's a lot of stuff. It is. Let's turn it to gold, Nick. How's that? Alchemy. Oh, radio gold? You yeah, mean? yeah, radio gold. I gotcha. Uh, that's the equivalent of cryptocurrency because you cannot see it, nor can you do anything with it thus far. Yeah. But how, how's that going, by the way? It's complicated. There's a new one I want to buy, and it's like, I don't understand how to buy this. I... I got a crypto wallet, and then the wallet, you can't, you can just trade, and, and so I'm like, I'll just stay with the Dogecoin and see what happens. Are you up on Dogecoin? I saw it was kind of fluctuating a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Nothing not, I'm not a millionaire like I, I was hoping it would happen. Yeah, well, you did drop $30, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, in order to uh, to make good on that, you needed to throw down a little bit more right. money. Than that. I mean, even if you double your money, you're looking at 60 bucks. I know. <laughs> but hey, man, that, that pays the bills. Uh, does Some it? of them. You got to cash bill. out first, of course, before you can pay those bills. But man, I'm, just, I'm learning. Either way, should be a fun Tuesday. Hopefully you are in a good mood as well. We'll kick things off with some music for you. Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun starts the morning after with Nick and Big J here on the X Rocks. When news breaks, we're the first there to mock it. <laughs> Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates, they're here for you. Call 208 471 4444. Chat with an attorney online 24 7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. And you deserve not to get robocalls, Big J. Yeah, right. Like the rest of the country, Idaho is not immune to the constant barrage of robocalls. In fact, the Idaho Office for the Attorney General said robocall complaints jumped during the pandemic from March of last year to March of this year. There were more seventeen, more than 17,000 complaints of robocalls in Idaho, according to the FCC. Imposters are the most commonly reported reason with more than 4,000 complaints here in the state. That's when a scammer spoofs a legitimate number and then tries to steal your money or information. Second most reason for complaints, fake warranty and protection plans. More than 3,300 of those complaints filed. And then reducing debt, medical and prescriptions and computer and technical support were the other most commonly reported complaints. At the beginning of the pandemic, things slowed down pretty significantly in March of 2020. The number of complaints were down to about 1,000 in that particular month. And then by May of uh, 2020, they were back up to about 1,300. And then in March of this year, 2,700 complaints were reported. Now, keep in mind, this is just people who take time out of their day to complain about the robocalls to the FTC. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) There are probably hundreds of thousands of other calls coming in for people that have not complained about any of the stuff. So... 
they are rampant is what they're basically trying to say. So you're not alone. I know they've been coming fast and furious for me as well. I mean, I just don't answer my phone, but I mean, it's one of those deals where I see them all the time. I probably get, what, three to four a day on average. Uh, and it's just, uh, it's, yeah, I'm on all the do not call lists too. So that's a thing. It's just something that we're all, I guess, dealing with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And hopefully, Big J, you can make it through another day without <clears throat> having try. to deal with a robocall. Tim Tebow is expected to sign a one-year deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He is back in the NFL for the first time since 2012. This time, however, he's a tight end, not a quarterback. Tebow recently retired from a second career as a baseball player. He never got out of AAA, but he's now 33 years old, which begs the question, if he could have been a tight end for the last 10 years, the hell you been doing, bro? You know? He was very adamant about not doing that early on, and then he went to baseball where, I mean, he hit a home run every once in a while, but if you look at his numbers, they were not impressive by at all. And so if he could have played in the NFL, what the hell were you doing, man? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know either. But this could be a drastic mistake as well, and he may not be able to cut it as a tight end either. I'm not sure. It'll all be up to Tim Tebow, but it's a, kind of a weird move by Urban Meyer. But then again, Tim Tebow is a Jacksonville legend as well, don't forget. So it can't hurt to put asses in seats when you have Trevor yeah, so Lawrence and Tim Tebow. Yeah, still in the Tebow. AAA mindset. Congratulations. <laughs> exactly. LeBron James says he's feeling great. He's going to be back on the court tonight when the team takes on the Knicks. If that doesn't pan out, he'll aim for Wednesday's game against the Rockets. But either way, uh, the Lakers are fighting to get into the playoffs and maybe even the playoff game, the play-in games that they have scheduled this year for the opening round of the NBA playoffs. So... They need LeBron James. The Lakers have not had a good regular season, and they are struggling to get to the back end of the playoffs. And so hopefully the the best player in the league has an opportunity to come back from his ankle injury that's kind of been messing with them all year long. Big J, Grey's Anatomy's coming back. There were some reports that maybe this would be the end of it, but ABC has renewed it for a record 18th season after executive producer and star Ellen Papeo actually managed to ink a rich new deal. Financial terms were not disclosed, but insiders say that she managed another salary bump. Now, in 2017, she signed a deal that gave her $20 million a year for the show. Oh, my God. Which means she's probably making 22 to $25 million a year. Yowza. She is the highest paid actress on broadcast television. Hey, congratulations to her. Yeah, good for her. Uh, and so not only that, but they have brought back uh, Chandra Wilson and James Pickens Jr. to come back for the season 18, and they are going to announce a uh, th- there's a spinoff I didn't know of called Station 19 that's it's on its fourth season. I'd never heard of it, but apparently it's coming back for season number five. Series, by the way, still doing very well. Number one, 18 to 49. It averages about 15 million viewers in that demo. It's up 4% from just two years ago. So people are still tuning in to Grey's Anatomy. And I fully admit, for a while there, I want to say like the first four seasons or so, it was a guilty pleasure for me. Like I watched that show and I don't know what happened, but I just stopped. And I think probably in my wildest dreams, I didn't think I'd be 14 seasons behind on Grey's Anatomy when I stopped watching it, but here we are, so hey, listen man, congratulations. If you can keep a show running that long and people still want to be a part of it, and you've lost some pretty significant stars along the way, and people are still tuning in, good job, right? Yeah. How how many, I know you watched it too for a while, did you even last that long? Four seasons? Mm, That's probably about right. Yeah. I think I lasted until Catherine Heigl left the show, and I don't think it was unrelated why I stopped watching it. I wasn't like such a Heigl head that I had to stop watching Grey's Anatomy. 
but I think it was around there that I was like, oh, this show can't last very long. It's, it's losing stars left and right. It's so a no. weird way to leave a TV series behind. Sure enough. That's it. Well, I, like I said, it wasn't the reason. It was just like one of those deals where like, yeah, I think I'm over the Grey's Anatomy thing. But people apparently are not. Big J. Every single Tuesday, we mine the fun that is streaming networks across the internet to try to find three movies that maybe just maybe Big J hasn't encountered in his personal or professional life. We strip away the stars, the directors, the studio that brought you, and we're left with just something called a brief plot description. And based on that plot description only, Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. These are the guidelines for streaming dumbass. Do you accept the mission, Big J? Yes. We yes, are I do. back in the world of Netflix today for all these movies, which means the one thing that I have noticed is Netflix gives the least detailed descriptions of any streaming service out there. They rely heavily on you watching the trailer to something before you want to dive into it, and it's hard to do that. So you basically get like six words about each movie, Big J. Are you ready? Yeah. Movie number one. After moving to a small town with her husband, a young artist begins to suspect that their home harbors a dark secret. Oh. Movie number two. A picture-perfect family is torn apart after a young son finds disturbing images in his father's possession. He begins to suspect that the man that he trusts most in the world may be responsible for a murder ten years prior. Oh. (laughs) Movie number three. A young woman spends six years pretending to be a celebrated author who just so happens to be the made-up literary persona of her sister-in-law. Oh! Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three, Big J? Uh, yeah, no contest here. Movie number two. Movie number two it is. The only one involving murder. That's interesting. But you That's passed right. uh, movie number look one. out today. That was called The Things Heard and Seen. It stars Amanda Seyfried and Natalie Dwyer of Stranger Things. You won't be watching that. You also passed a movie number three called JT Leroy. That stars Kristen Stewart and Laura Dern. You will be watching movie number two, which is called The Clove Hitch Killer, starring Dylan McDermott and Samantha Mathis. Not Dylan Mulroney, Dylan McDermott. So the From 2018. Clove Hitch Killer is the movie that you are watching. Clove Hitch Killer. Uh, we'll see if it's any good. It is streaming on Netflix. That is where you can find it. If you'd like to watch it and compare and contrast your review with Big J's, you can do so right around this time tomorrow. Important stuff. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you have been injured because of another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with the attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, on a scale of 1 to 5, rate your passion for leftovers. Will you eat them? Do you enjoy them? Or do you have an issue with them? And do you often throw them away? Um, Typically eat them. Yeah? Yeah. Does it depend on what it is, I suppose? I mean, there are leftovers that are certainly better than others. That, there's no doubt about Well, that. I mean, if it's something that I deem like not worthy of eating leftovers, I would throw it away. Of course. So your idea is if you're going to keep something, at least in theory, in some sort of container in your fridge, your idea is at some point it will be consumed again. Yes. And would you? what would you say your success rate of that is? 80%. All right. That's not bad, man. According to uh, Florida International University, researchers say a person's economic situation plays a huge role in their approach to leftovers. And for some, 
you know, eating leftovers is pretty much a necessity, while there are other economically stable enough to afford to eat other foods and then just throw away leftovers. Researchers at Michigan State University found that anxiety over food may be another factor. It's closely linked to anxiety about spending or wasting money, usually, that's attached to leftovers and whether or not you eat them or throw them away. Uh, Also, one of the things that people are, uh, you know, really, really passionate about it, you're, you're less likely to eat leftovers if you have had some sort of foodborne illness more than five times in your life. That's when you start to get real, like, I guess, sketchy about food. And you're like, okay, it's been in my fridge for three days. Is that okay? Again, uh, the, the, I guess, the, the, the food people of America, the, uh, the Food and Drug Administration, say any uh, leftovers that's in your fridge for longer than three days, you're riding a, a tightrope that you probably want to pay attention to. Uh, you should throw those things away after three days in the fridge. Anything after that, you could be okay or you could be getting into trouble. And so that is where leftovers do. But they found out that leftovers are pretty polarizing, man. Some people are into it and some people absolutely refuse to eat them. But one of the things that we all have in common is leftovers are a thing. Uh, Of course, a lot of things that happen with leftovers are, you know, rationing during World War II. Leftovers became a big thing, followed by uh, the abundance of leftovers. And then American restaurant portion sizes increased as well. That gave people leftovers when they go out to eat. And so... It is one of those deals where you can win or lose depending on what kind of leftovers you eat. Either way, enjoy them. You understand? Enjoy. What's the best leftover in your opinion? Is it leftover pizza? Is it leftover chicken? What do you think? It's leftover tacos, man. Leftover tacos? Leftover tacos? Yeah. What do you mean? Like you separate everything and like put the meat? Is that what you're talking about? I've got leftover tacos. I make them and then uh, just keep them leftovers. And then I mean, you, I don't put lettuce on my tacos. Oh, oh, and then you heat the whole thing up? Yeah. Pre, like, no, soft no, shell? No, I separate the meat. Come on, man. Well, uh, listen, you could, for all I know. You've done weird things before. Weird? You, yes, that would not surprise me. You having a bunch of tacos in your refrigerator would not shock me. I mean, if it's from Taco John's, yeah. People who live in cities that host the Olympic Games usually look forward to the event, but these are not usual times. A recent study by the Japanese public put together that a majority of the people that live in Japan do not want Japan to go forward with the Olympics that are supposed to happen beginning July 23rd. Japan, of course, is in the middle of a fourth wave of COVID-19 and the nation's vaccine rollout is moving sluggishly. And so they are having real issues containing this COVID-19 thing yet again. And we've got the Olympics that are supposed to start up in two months. And Japan's like, hey, is this a good idea? So they're kind of in doubt. Nobody's made any announcements to other things. But, you know, if the host place doesn't want to do it, I imagine you'd have a hard time. They've already said no attendance, you know, by anybody for these Olympic Games. Obviously, NBC is pushing hard to have them because it's their big summer, you know, push for ratings. But people are just like, hey, is this really what we should be doing in the middle of a fourth wave of COVID-19? But who knows what's going to happen? And who knows the world could change again in two months for all we know. If you get a chance uh, on the internet, you can check out the new trailer to the much-anticipated Venom sequel. The trailer is called Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, of course, Woody Harrelson reprises his role from the very first movie, as does Tom Hardy, who plays Eddie Brock, as well as Venom in the movie. It will be released on September 24th, 2021. And listen, man, I... I it looks I, dumb. I, I, I watched the first Venom, and 
despite Tom Hardy and and some great actors and actresses in the movie, it's bad. It's not a good take on the character. While some of it looks kind of cool, it just the tone is off. Why do those idiots out there like it? Because well, plenty of idiots liked it. Venom is a cool story, and I think they just want to like the fact that it's got its own movie, but it's not its not a good movie. And this doesn't look any better. Well, I love Woody Harrelson, and again, I love Tom Hardy. Like, it's trying to be funny, and I don't think it's funny. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. But it's coming, whether we want it to or not. And yeah, the first movie made a lot of money. You never even watched Venom, right? The first no. One. You know why? Because it looked dumb. Yeah. Right, it is done. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Oh, Get to the top of little turkeys. From 100.3, the X rocks. Friday afternoon is when we give away this trip, so you still have a couple of chances to get yourself qualified for our trip to Aftershock 2021. It's happening October 7th to the 10th in Sacramento. Four days starts on Thursday. With a kickoff party headlined by Limp Bizkit, you got Parkway Drive, Hatebreed, Exodus, Testament, all part of that particular show. Then Metallica is going to be headlining Friday, then the Misfits reunion headlining Saturday, and then Metallica with a completely different set headlining again on Sunday, plus all the supporting bands thrown in from Volbeat to The Offspring to Mastodon to Social D to Gojira to Avatar and more. It's going to be crazy. Crazy. All, all you need to do to get qualified is give us... A celebrity impression. Everybody's got one in their back pocket, and you need to show it off right now at 208-287-1003. If you can do a celebrity impression, we get you qualified. It really is that easy. We're trying hard to make it easy for you to qualify. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hi, this is Scott. How you doing? We're good, Scott. How are you doing this morning, man? Awesome. Awesome. Well, congratulations. You got through. You were Caller X. All we need from you now is a impression. Now, we're not going to ask you to tell us who it is. We're going to try to guess, okay? Okay. Fire and ready. My name is Cornholio. You have to be for my bunghole? I'm going to go with Beavis there. Is that Beavis from Beavis and Butthead? Yes. Good job, Scott. That's all it takes. Congratulations on the Cornhulio reference. Yeah. You get yourself a chance to have a little bit of fun, possibly an aftershock. Hang on one second, dude. We'll get some information from you. That's the second Beavis and Butthead reference of ministry this morning, I suppose. That was big on that yeah, particular show. exactly. Hey, uh, when is that Beavis and Butthead thing coming back? I don't know. I haven't seen much about it. It feels like we were supposed to be there already. But either way, new episodes of that coming soon to Comedy Central as well as Paramount+. Plus. So you can enjoy that soon, hopefully. In the meantime, your next chance to qualify for Aftershock coming up at 1230 with Jason Drew. 530 today with Adam. So make sure you get those celebrity impressions ready. you still got a couple days left to qualify. We are going to go to hell. That's next on the (laughs) X-Rocks. and Big J on 100.3, the X-Rocks. Just a chef's kiss of a we're going to hell story today. What the hell does that mean? It's just a uh, kind of a perfect story. Just serendipitous in in everything that it's putting together. As we go to St. Charles, Missouri for today's we're going to hell story. Because it is just a perfect storm of wrong place, wrong time. People not doing their jobs correctly. uh, Mixed with stupidity and ignorance equals today's we're going to hell story. Okay? 
So it all starts at the Weldon Spring Conservation Area. Uh, it's not necessarily St. Louis, but it's not too far away from St. Louis. Yeah, think of it as like an off-site kind of like Greenbelt, okay? It's a it's a nature area that hosts a lot of things. It's very large. It's incredibly popular for hiking or getting out and doing some bike riding and that kind of thing. But it's also a place where people can go uh, if they want to take advantage of hunting season. It's kind of a very big laid out kind of area. Sure. Uh, and here's the deal. Uh, part of what makes this a perfect storm is uh, we are literally this last weekend was the last weekend that you could go turkey hunting, right? And so what was happening in is in this Weldon Spring Conservation Area, they were holding like a, a final weekend turkey hunting kind of a get together by a couple of hunting clubs in the area that had asked for the area to be reserved for them. And it, in fact, was. Here's the problem. They never told anybody at the Weldon Spree Conservation Area, whoever was supposed to didn't, and so they left the hiking trails and everything open as per usual while this hunting thing was going on, right? Probably a mistake. Yes, because here's what happens. Run your perfect storm. 12.30 in the afternoon on Saturday, dude is just hiking his usual hike on the August A. Bush Memorial Trail at the Weldon Spring Conservation Area. And next thing you know, bam, he gets shot in the chest. Ooh. Uh, and that is where a dude standing in camo says, oh, my God, I thought you were a turkey. And uh, mm. this dude is now bleeding out on the actual August A. Bush Memorial Trail. Another runner who was also on the trail comes running up because she heard the shot sees the dude in camo sitting by the guy helping him as much as he can while uh, she calls for paramedics he had to get airlifted out he's got serious injuries but he's in stable condition but that's where the stupidity part comes in not necessarily the guy walking on the trail he was just doing what he was supposed to do yeah there was no warning signs yeah but the guy who thought this dude was a turkey boggles my mind Because not only should you know the difference, like I know it's got to be fast, but you should know the difference between a human adult male and a turkey. And also, question, I've never gone turkey hunting, but it would have to be a bad shot if you're aiming for a turkey and you hit a adult male in the chest, right? You're aiming a little too high, aren't you? Yeah. Turkeys usually aren't that big. I mean, that's like a whole, that's like you're hunting for Sasquatch turkey i mean if you're hunting for turkeys you have to aim on the ground don't you aiming at somebody's chest area is a good two to three feet above where you should be shooting your gun listen i've never uh been turkey hunting nick but i know this dude has already broken a few commandments when it comes to uh hunting and and just firearm safety in general of making sure the background is clear and you shouldn't be shooting at stuff you can't see yeah yeah, or he did see, and he thought it was like a surviving the game moment. I don't know. I don't know. But if you if he's, <laughs> you can clearly tell a human being is not a turkey. You should be able to. Yes, this is my whether that guy's dressed in brown or not. You should know the difference between a human uh, being and a turkey. This should not be something that is debatable in your mind's eye. And if it is, you probably shouldn't be wandering around with a gun. And so there's also that side of things. The good news, again, he's going to be okay. The uh, the police department has chalked it up as an accident, but there's still a part of me in my mind that goes, was it? I mean, turkeys and humans are very different. 
But either way, that's what they're chalking it up as. And, of course, the Parks and Rec Department has taken responsibility because it didn't shut down the trail when it should have when there was the turkey hunting event going on. So, again, perfect storm of a complete mess that caused this thing to happen and some poor dude to get shot in the chest because people thought he was a turkey. Man, America. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Stuff. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, this just in. We apparently are very reliant on our smartphones. This according to a brand new survey, but it's not just here in America where it's bad. It's all over the world, specifically in adults over the age of 30. Uh, From Ireland to Italy, America to uh, the southeast part of the whatever continent you want to pick. They found that uh, rather than using our phones as a way to kill time, we treat our smartphones like a place where we live. In other words, we treat it like a home. How is that a thing? Well, according to Professor Daniel Miller, who is the lead study author, it's about a death of proximity. Basically, we need to have our phones around us at all times. Otherwise, we feel like there's going to be some sort of disconnect from socially, you know, relevant things, either apps or actually ways to contact our friends and family. And that used to be our house. You know what I mean? If we wanted to talk to our family, we would go home. Now, our home, if we want to talk to our family, we pick up our phone and send a text message. And so it's become like our digital homes, and we have that kind of connection to it. Now, because of the pandemic in the last year, that has led to an increase in actual being reliant on our phones. And they think that maybe, just maybe, because of this reliance in technology this last calendar year plus, it's going to be really, really tough for us to get back into that interaction socially with actual people because we're just not used to it. We've talked about how weird and anxious you can be in a social situation, vaccinated or not, at this particular point, because it's been so long since you've had one. Now you factor in that all your communication has been done via emoji for the last year, and it's going to be real hard to put together a conversation. So, good luck, everybody. It sounds like you may need it. Uh, But essentially, Big J, we become human snails carrying our house on our back. Do you understand? Yeah. How does it feel? <clears throat> Freeing. You can, that's, I can go wherever. Should be the opposite. Tim Tebow is expected to sign a one-year deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars, not as a quarterback, as a tight end. Yes, he's 33. Sure, he just retired from his second career as a AAA baseball player and spent the last six seasons in the Mets organization. And yes, he's never played tight end since high school, but there's no reason to think he shouldn't be able to do it at NFL level, right? BJ? Yeah, of course not. He's Tim freaking Tebow, man. Maybe you don't get it. So we'll see Sign how up. he does with Urban Meyer, of course, his former college coach as well. And he's a Florida hero already, so he can do no wrong. He's a deity there in Jacksonville. So as long as he makes the roster, plenty of Tim Tebow jerseys will be sold. That's all that matters. Quick tip of the hat to Russell Westbrook, Big J. We talked about Sunday tying Oscar Robertson's triple-double record yesterday. He surpassed it. The Wizards star reached his 182nd career triple-double. Scored 21 points, 16 assists, 10 rebounds against the Atlanta Hawks. That's pretty impressive. Robertson's record stood for 47 years, 
and Westbrook was able to break it. By the way, in case you're curious, Westbrook has uh, broke that record in a hundred fewer games than Oscar Robertson played in his career when he got 181. So congratulations to Russell Westbrook. Very impressive stat line and yet another triple-double. Big J, Tom Arnold is trying to stay relevant. He uh, says that he has got an idea for a series that he is based on his sister Lori, who was a drug dealer back in the day, and he says he wants Margot Robbie to play her. He says he want to make it her scripted series, and I know it could happen, and Margot would be great to play my sister because she's a badass, and so is Lori. And I could see her doing kind of a transformation into what Charlize Theron did in Monster, he says. Which seems like a really aggressive dig on his sister out of nowhere. But also, uh, I don't know if Tom Arnold scripting a series is going to draw Margot Robbie into the starring role. But I guess we all have dreams, right? Sure. I mean, I can't be upset with him for wanting to have one of the biggest movie stars in the world be in his TV series. But that doesn't mean it's going to happen. Hell, he hasn't even had the series greenlit yet. But if it's up to him, Margot Robbie go. starring as his sister in as a drug dealer, I guess, in a very dramatic TV role. Would you watch, Big J? No. Even if it was from the mind of Tom Arnold. Yeah, probably not. One of your favorite people out there. Okay. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we have new music here for you. Uh, the band Gojira. Coming to town September 20th. They got a new album called... called they got a new album called Fortitude. And it is awesome. So we'll get you hooked up with that free music. If you can beat me in pop culture, smack that. 208-287-1003. That's the number that you need to call if you would like your chance at some free music. You do have to beat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown, which admittedly has probably been a little bit easier than he'd like over the last couple of days. Let's see if he can't go on a run. Hello, The X. What's up, Dick? How you doing, man? What's your name? My name's Bruce, and I'm doing great. All right, Bruce, you're up first. Uh, Bruce, the question is, Amy Adams played this kick-ass female journalist in the DC Extended Cinematic Universe. What is the character's name? And I'm one and done. You got me, bro. Oh, no! Wrong. Oh. Did for not saying hi to me, too? I'm asking the questions. He was doing it right. Don't feel bad about that, Bruce. <laughs> Hello, the ex. Hello, this is Zach. Zach, uh, Amy Adams... Everybody's so damn polite! ...played this kick-ass female journalist in the DC Cinematic Universe. What's her character's name? Uh, Amy Adams... Her character's name, that's Batman's girlfriend. No, that's Superman's girlfriend. You're getting Lois there. Lois Lane. Yeah! Right! Lois Lane is correct. Self-deduction, nice work. This member of the Brat Pack starred in movies like St. Elmo's Fire, Mannequin, and Weekend at Bernie's. Um, he was a member of the Brad Pack. Oh yeah, sure. As a matter of fact, he just released a book. I mean, Brad. It's the mannequin thing I should be remembering. Well, we get it. Bernie's probably. Uh, wouldn't suck. I want to say John. Oh god. God, it's right there. Oh. Take your time. Okay. I can't remember. I can't remember. Wrong. 
Uh, I think you were thinking of Jonathan Silverman, the other part of Weekend at Bernie's, which would have been incorrect. Wrong. But Andrew McCarthy. Oh, right. yeah. Andrew McCarthy. St. Elmo's Fire, Mannequin, and Weekend at Bernie's, and a member of the Brat Pack. It's been uh, a while since I've thought of Andrew McCarthy. Stain. Congratulations. You got yourself all set up with the Gojira album. Hold on tight, Zach. Way to go. That's how it's supposed to work. Although, uh, Big J would probably like to get a question or two a little bit more correct. It's yeah, these are tomorrow. easy questions, too. There's no excuse. There's I got I to gotta get on my game tomorrow. How about we get you some headlines? That's happening next on the X-Rock. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by Keystone Light. They are giving away two Polaris Sportsman 570 ATVs right here at the Treasure Valley. Look for Keystone Displays at your favorite place. Get your Keystone Light, text in the keyword, and you are entered to win. It's that easy. Enter now at a Keystone Light location near you. Headlines are as follows, Big J. This has to hurt. Bad kitty and kids do the darndest things. Bad kitty. Imagine looking out your window and seeing a tiger prowling, Big J. Footage recently surfaced on Twitter that shows a tiger roaming around a Houston, Texas neighborhood. The big cat apparently got loose from a nearby home where it was seemingly being kept as a pet. The video shows the tiger coming within a few feet of a nearby homeowner as it wanders the streets on Sunday night. A man in a video pulls out a gun as the tiger approaches and fortunately the tiger does not attack him. Apparently, the armed man was actually an off-duty sheriff's police uh, the deputy that said he only pointed his weapon at the tiger to protect the neighborhood. Witnesses say a man came out of the house to get the tiger, and the off-duty deputy and the tiger owner argued about the incident briefly before the owner entered the home with his animal. A short time later, the same man came outside with a tiger, loaded it into his SUV before driving off before authorities could arrive at the scene. They're still looking for the tiger. This dude got got loaded up his tiger in his Jeep and rolled out. Bye. Listen, I can't keep a cat from running out of the house and then it just comes back in? Like this tiger follows the dude's commands? I guess. Who is he? Uh, is he John? Is he the Beastmaster? Uh, actually, he is a convicted murderer. That oh God! Is on uh, parole that owns the tiger illegally. Uh, I don't know if it was the tiger was following directions or what, but uh, either way, well, I really wish the tiger would maul his owner. Uh, the tiger is, is illegal, of course. It's not illegal yeah. to have a tiger as well, and so there's that too. There's um, a lot of stuff going stop on. Stop owning wild animals, man. The funny part of the story is the tiger, the, the, the police did eventually show up to the house, which had the tiger in it. And while he and the tiger was gone, when they got inside the house, they found a bunch of monkeys inside the house, too. So this guy's got like a whole like crazy ass zoo exotic, going on. Exotic animal house. Yeah, he's like a little tiger king. Although, uh, fair warning, everybody, tiger king, not something you should aspire to be. That should go without saying. Right. This has to hurt or kids do the darndest things. Kids do the darndest things. A TikTok has gone viral after posting how she has discovered that her six-year-old daughter had been leaving instructions for their house cleaner. The mom named Mary says in the video, when the lady who cleans my house texts me to let me know my six-year-old daughter had started leaving her instructions. She then shows one of the notes, which is propped up against a doll and reads, put pants on my doll alongside a pair of doll-sized pants. Mary later clarified the incident occurred back in 2016 and her daughter would never do anything like this now. She explained she was six. We were mortified and discussed why this isn't okay. She grew up respectful and empathetic, which means, once again, don't believe anything you find on TikTok, Big J. This is 
is a great example for me to get on my soapbox and tell you that anything that's on TikTok is so far from spontaneous, I can't even tell you. And again, she just thought that uh, something that her daughter wrote when she was six years old, six years ago, would make a good TikTok. And she's right, but also not something that actually happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so there's that to keep in mind as well. Nothing you see on TikTok is real, is my point. Wrap it up with this has to hurt. Police in Siesta Key, Florida say they were called on Saturday after a 15-year-old boy allegedly shot a man in the butt. Police say they were called following a noise complaint, heard somebody fire multiple gunshots from a parking lot nearby. Deputies also saw a white male in a white shirt and red jogging pants running away from the scene. Investigators say they believe that same person is responsible for shooting a 21-year-old man who arrived at the hospital with injuries after being shot less than a block away. Authorities later found the teen matching the description of the shooter at the intersection of a street nearby, and he was taken into custody. 15-year-old charged with the shooting said he was angry and thought the guy deserved to be shot in the butt, and so that's what he did. Sometimes, you know, you you forget that sometimes 15-year-olds think like that, but also uh, not a just punishment for whatever was going on. Shot in the butt. That's no good. Lots of meat back there, though. He's going to be fine. Morning after butt meat with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. Uh, what's in the box? Only on 100.3 VX rocks. What's in the box? The big backyard box, to be specific. And to be honest with you, there's $10,000 inside there, man. Uh, lots of cool backyard stuff that you can do. Or even in the house stuff that you can do from the Lifetime store and Row paints, all sorts of cool things, and of course a thousand dollars cash to all added up. Ten thousand dollars worth of goodies become yours, and all you need to do is get qualified to possibly win the big backyard box. You can do so by playing What's in the Box with us right now. Big Jay's got a fictional box, and he has stuffed something inside of it. Use the clues that he What's has put together to figure out what's in the box, and if you can, you are officially qualified, and hopefully that makes your Tuesday a little bit better, especially if you're trucking stuck in traffic. Hello, the X. Hey, how you doing, guys? We're good, man. What's your name? Hey, I'm Jay. All right, Jay, you're up first. Good luck. These guys? The Holy these... buckets. Holy buckets. Oh, man, that scared us. Holy buckets. It's not the clue. Oh. Here it goes. These awards often are a precursor for the Oscars. Okay, second one. The awards themselves are gold and have a globe on them. Oh, well, I, I believe that would be the Golden Globes from the Hollywood Foreign Press. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well done, Jay. Yeah. Hang on one second. I'm not sure he needed what that second hell clue, is judging going on, by the man. Everybody, by the way, super polite today. Yeah. Like well, introducing themselves. Like they've been trained. Listen, I've been saying it for over a decade now. Wonderful and fantastic people listen to this show. Well, I'm starting to believe. Uh, why are you throwing the Golden Globes in your box? Uh, because the Golden Globes are canceled, Nick. Uh, they are canceled hardcore, and uh, for good reason, probably. As uh, forementioned, the uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press uh, is uh, taking a, a large amount of criticism of the fact that uh, there uh, there's not a lot of diversity in in their. Uh, list of people who are doing the voting not a single person of color in any of the people that and vote for those uh some people have really started to uh take them to task over that including mr tom cruise who returned all of his golden globes in protest yeah a bunch of people left the hollywood foreign press association because of it 
a bunch of people said they don't want to be involved because I, you know the 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 problem is they they came out and said yes we don't have anything but then they gave like this outlandish like date super far in the future where they plan to change things and they're yeah. like hey now's a really good time to realize that you've made a mistake and do that NBC has also canceled the Golden Globes yeah so uh, say goodbye listen uh, here's the other side of that the, the last thing we need is another award show first of all. And then on top of it, uh, you know, nobody's watching these anyway. And so they become fairly obsolete. And that's been the argument since day number one of how many different award shows they are is how relevant they become. Uh, and while the Golden Globes, granted, were uh, of the upper echelon of second-tier award shows, it's still a second-tier award show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's that. Wish uh, I had a Golden Globe, though. Here's my point. Nobody's going to miss a Golden Globe. Morning After with Nick. It's like the Empty Movie Award. And Big J. Yeah, those are still around, though. We got ourselves a little bit of bad impressions. Those are next on the X-Rock. After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X. Hey, we got a few more codes for Gojira. Their album, Fortitude. We'll hook you up with that. Pretty easy if you can figure out bad impressions here today. Big J said it's pretty easy, so 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play Bad Impressions. It works like this. In his mind, he's got the idea of a celebrity, and then based around that idea, he has written three clues. If you could figure out who that celebrity is in three clues or less, Gojira becomes your Jira. Hello, the X. Morning, man. What's your name? Brandon. All right, Brandon, you're up first. From WWE to movie stardom. That leaves you with three really good choices. Turns out Drax, the Destroyer from Guardians of the Galaxy, not going to be my long play. Uh, Dave Bautista. There you go. Good job, Brandon. Gojira is yours. Hang on one second. We'll get some info from you. What was clue three? I'll be starring in Army of the Dead, which comes out soon here on Netflix. And why is Dave Bautista in the news? Uh, A couple different reasons. Yeah, he's uh, kind of uh, in in some interviews that talked about, you know, there's no plans for Drax going on past Guardians of the Galaxy 3, at least for him. And um, so uh, part of him is like, you know, I'm getting old for this stuff. And uh, and then uh, news comes out that he's been uh, cast in Knives Out 2, directed by Ryan Johnson, of course. Uh, that uh, continues, and I think that was that Netflix as well. Or yeah, Amazon? they signed they signed Netflix signed the Johnson Ryan Johnson to uh, part two and three for Knives Out. Yeah, so we'll see who knows what role. I mean, uh, we can't wait. We can't wait to hear more about this because we love the the first one so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, from what we gather, it's an entirely new story, obviously, new yeah, history. Yeah, And so Dave will be involved in that in some way, shape, or form, which is awesome. And Army of Dead looks fantastic. I can't wait to see that. And I imagine he's got to be Drax in the holiday special that James Gunn is planning on doing, too, I right? I think that's a joke. No, I don't think it is. I mean, they, they, they talked about how it's going to be available on Disney+, Plus, so I think it's a real thing. Well, we'll see. I think he's making fun of the Star Wars holiday special, of course, but I do believe he's serious in making it. Because, uh, you know, he tra- he tweeted out a picture of the script and everything. So I, think I, I thought that was Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but... No, check it out for yourself. Either way, uh, it's good to see him doing good things. I like Dave Bautista, and I wish him the best. Agree or disagree? Oh, he seems like a great dude. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> see Offspring, let the bad times roll, and that's how we're going to put a ribbon on the old morning after with Nicky Big J on this 11th day of May. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday. Big J selected a killer movie for you to uh, enjoy for streaming Dumbass tonight. He'll give you a full review of that tomorrow, so hopefully you're looking forward to that. 
On top of that, we also got people qualified for the Big Backyard Box and Aftershock Festival. That will continue tomorrow as well. Talk a little bit more about the Idaho Comedy Festival tomorrow as well. And maybe, maybe just maybe, hook you up with some day passes for it. So that'll be a big part of the Wednesday show as well. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, the, the, the wife uh, setting up my Xbox Series X this morning. Happy? Yeah. Embarrassed? No, I'm not embarrassed at all. Well, I mean, you I have had it for a to... week, and somebody else has had to take the initiative again. No, that's not. I haven't been able to do it because she's been working. I'm not going to mess with the internet stuff I, I'm just saying. while she's working. I understand it's very respectful and very so, nice. So, yeah, while I'm at work and she's not, she did something nice. That's cool. And is it working? Is everything uh, functional? Yeah, it looks great. I can't wait. Beautiful. So I'm out of here. All right. Have a good rest of your day. Nice knowing you. <laughs> Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know, the one you just heard about on the X, check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. We shall see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's coming in next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.